Brian, or should hey. I say Old Scratch, or Bub, Beelzebub, <laughs> also known by the Hindu as uh, Begatagatoga, <laughs> Shaitan, so, <laughs> I don't know. That's me, or are you the, the Archangel Intercessor? Yes, I am Tripod, or whatever his name was. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, on, on second viewing, Philip, that, that's a pretty deep movie, man. There was a lot to that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Thank you read a little too much into it. Definitely not just uh, rock and roll tits and special effects. Oh <laughs> well, shit, he, he had the biggest tits in the whole movie. I know. The, the, we didn't the get lesbian shower scene. The final scene. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that scene. <laughs> oh man! All right. So, uh, fuck. Let's, uh, let's get it together here. Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear. Glorify gore. Welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. That's <laughs> the sound effects, Philip. Maybe the soundboard. <laughs> Welcome back, all you fucking rock and roll motherfuckers. Yeah! The horror returns. And I better be quiet. I'm in a hotel room in Tampa. Uh-oh. Florida man's gonna break in. Oh, that's me. <laughs> Welcome back to the horror returns. Uh, we've got. We, oh shit! Got to come up with all new names. All right. Oh man, we got uh, Ferocious Bill in the house. What's up, Ferocious <laughs> Bill? What's up? Are these the rock and roll names? <laughs> these are the rock and roll names. We got. Uh, We're starting we, the band. <laughs> we got Blues Daddy Brian. What's up in the house, Blues Daddy Brian? Uh, not my genre, but I'll take it. <laughs> and we got, uh, I don't know, y'all give me a name. Somebody help me out. I don't know, Luscious Lance. I don't, I don't know. There what we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take it. Luscious Lance uh, playing the bass. And uh, this is our very, very special one episode away from number 400, folks, so we thought we'd finally do it and bring you guys a rock and roll episode. So we're going to be doing the brand new 2000, 2024, 2024 release, Destroy All Neighbors. Will it will it surpass Night Swim for me, for my favorite movie <laughs> of the year? Let's, let's find out. And it's a classic, Philip. You know it, you love it. We covered it on the Horror Mafia show. What is our second feature, Philip? Uh, rock and Roll Nightmare. <laughs> Other, otherwise known as? I don't know what was the other name of the movie. <laughs> Brian, did you catch the title card? Yeah, I wrote it down. Uh, the Edge of Hell. 
The Edge of Hell. Absolutely. Oh, I like Rock and Roll Nightmare better. <laughs> classic, classic bad movie when you get a different title when you watch the movie. And when it's free on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> ah, yes. Okay. Well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shred we're gonna shred it up tonight. I don't know. I can't do. I can't keep up with the rock and roll analogies. <laughs> um, it's it's another episode of the Horror Returns, folks. Thanks for joining us. Um, Let's jump into Cool of the Week. We got a lot to unpack with this second, this uh, this older movie. So, uh, Brian, you got? No, oh, that's that? if you're if you're gonna, I'll I'll oh, put I'll put it, yeah, I'll put it to you this way, guys. Um, when when you, it's a great show. I, I really hope they bring her back because I'm so, the, sort of a coming back home story. Yeah, uh, the, give give you a little. I mean, I don't know. A lot of people are saying, "Hey, Marvel's back! Marvel's back!" I never thought they went anywhere. You guys were shitting all over <laughs> Secret well, Invasion. Secret, Secret invasion. invasion. Like, it started good, but I think maybe... All right, well, let's talk about Echo. Fuck Secret Invasion, man. And, and the side characters. You gotta have the, gotta have the comic relief, Philip. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta check it out, dude. It's Yeah, like Brian said, it's only about a five-hour um, investment. Oh, okay. And, and I believe the artist. yeah, and I believe the little girl that plays the younger version. Afford it, right? <laughs> the evil empire. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pay you a bunch of money. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on! This isn't Russia. <laughs> yeah, great, great, uh, great series, man. Good, good side characters, and yeah, I could see this. I could see this going, you know, going in other directions. So, are they going to do like a new? I don't know. I guess it's all hearsay. Nobody knows what they're gonna do now, Brian. But aren't they aren't they supposed to do like a new Avengers with like uh, all new cast of characters and kind of start from from scratch oh, again? What's his name? Messed everything up. Getting convicted. Yeah. So, well, I think they're. I know they officially took the the Kang uh, title off the the next Avengers movie, so I think they're gonna have to rewrite some things. Oh, I know Nez wants to see the West Coast Avengers. Do you think that'll ever happen? As a movie? No, we'll see them, but not as a movie. Okay. Yeah, I don't know I enough think about they could the re recast Kang and You think, I don't think so? Nobody would care. Well, Brian, Brian, you said they're talking Coleman Domingo, right? But is that Kang or a different character? Uh, Kang, but he not, not at all, he's a great actor, but now I'm looking at him. He he does look mm -hmm. considerably older than Jonathan Majors. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he he'd be great in anything he's in, but yeah, I don't know if he should be playing you know like a young. It's kind of like casting uh, Mahershala Ali as Blade. It's like why not just get Wesley? Yeah, <laughs> if you're gonna go that much, like he's only like five or six years younger. Kind well, of when they when they did James Bond, they always well, cast older characters. I heard Wesley on the Blade movies, kind of, especially in the third one, try to do what The Rock does when he stars in a movie, tries to kind of take over. Yeah, it didn't sound Ooh, like he was the easiest yeah. person in the world to work with. <laughs> not not good, <laughs> not good. And before they casted the new Blade, I heard he had a lot of ideas for for new blade movies and <laughs> oh I don't think no. anybody was asking if he had any ideas <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's make a 14 foot tall blade and 
have him, you know, run run through, run roughshod through a, a drive-in theater, right? <laughs> <laughs> Met up with Ant Man. All right, Philip, what you what you got, man? Um, I checked out the Equalizer three. And, oh, uh, did he look like he was seventy years old, like Pedro was saying? No, I mean he got shot in the beginning of it, so most of the movie he's uh, like okay. recovering. So it kind of works. Okay. He definitely doesn't have the badass fight scenes, but I also went back and watched the first one, and I, you know, there's not a ton of badass fight scenes in the first one. He's just kind of a badass oh. dude. Like, okay. just there are pop, some, huh? but it's it's very quick, you know. <laughs> the first one he does uh, MacGyver a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's but, true. And then when you get to the third one, he's just shooting and stabbing. Yeah. But uh, I, I still enjoyed it, man. I had a pretty good time. I like the right. I like the message behind it. The Lone Ranger, good guy who doesn't really want any recognition. He just yes. does the right thing because it's the right thing to do. Yeah, with what I mean, without spoiling it, especially what you find find out what his initial thing in the beginning was all about. Yeah, the, what he was there at the in the place in the beginning what he was after and he he could have could have took everything if he wanted to but no he took he took what what was taken from the person he was helping yeah he's he's just a a a good guy a classic good guy you don't really see a whole lot of those anymore in a movie yeah kind of a a force for balance then huh yeah that's uh, that's that's pretty much all I got. I watched those couple of movies and rock and roll nightmare. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, I watched I watched a movie at the theater this week, guys. That would have just blown my top ten out of the completely out of order, Brian. I think you know what I'm talking about, man. Well, there's one in the theater that I definitely want to see at some point. Which one? Wait, Night Which Swim's one? in your top ten? No, that's a oh. movie. I'm talking about last year's. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about. Beekeeper? <laughs> Let me give you a clue. <laughs> go, go, Godzilla! Oh, oh, Godzilla minus one. Oh, my God. That movie is so fucking good. What's, I want to go see Beekeeper. I yeah, too, I heard I that. Too. That is, I just, I didn't read the whole review, but I heard the Beekeeper is action-packed. It looks cool as shit. Just the, the trailer's action packed, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I needed I needed a Xanax after watching the trailer. Fuck. So but, uh, uh, tell tell us about Godzilla. Well, it, it starts out as as a human drama, which kind of I mean, Pedro sold me on it, and I knew it was going to be good, but I didn't think it was going to be this good because like the human drama part of the story, it's a it's a World War II story. And it's like the ja- it's from the Japanese perspective at the end of World War II, like right before the two bombs drop. So it's like it, it's just it, it's so incredibly well done the way that they show you what it's like, for example, you know, to be enlisted as a kamikaze pilot. And so you know the war is already lost. You know for a fact. I mean, Hitler's already dead at this point, and they're still wanting these guys to fly into fucking battleships and stuff like that just to prove their honor you know, for the empire. And, you know, so you've got basically it's a, uh, it's a kamikaze pilot who starts to kind of question things. And it kind of, from there, like, I don't know, within the first 10 or 15 minutes, he lands on an Island 
and he says that his plane isn't working right. And they, so they work on his plane and say, you know what? We found nothing wrong with it. Are you sure your plane was really broken, or did you just not want to do that kamikaze run? And he's like, you question my honor, you know, and it kind of goes from there. And then all of a sudden, you hear, you always see all these dead fish bubble up to the surface uh, in the ocean, and you start hearing this rumbling. And, like, everybody's looking around and said, oh, we heard about this. It's the monster. Oh, there's no monster. Oh, yeah, there is. And then next thing you know, Godzilla's foot <laughs> lands on somebody. And that's 10 minutes in, and the action never stops. And the oh. human drama is amazing. I've never, I've got to tell you right now, this. however they did the CGI in this movie, take, you know, if you're an American filmmaker, take heed. This is how you do CGI. You don't do the fake CGI fire and the fake CGI smoke. No, make it like this, where it literally looks like a fucking prehistoric monster is is in a World War II battleship. Maybe and you're it believing was, it. Lance. Maybe it was. It, possibly. Possibly they found a way to open the core to the center is, of the Earth. Is it subtitled or is it in English? It's totally subtitled, man. It's okay. definitely in Japanese. There's not a whole lot, though. I mean, it's like not overwhelming because there's so yeah. much action in the movie. Um, the the plan that they have to get rid of Godzilla makes perfect sense. Everything's believable. It's just it's just a great film. But I think my favorite part of the whole movie, Brian, you you and I said that 2022 was like the year of the horror soundtrack, like yeah. the smile and all that. Okay, well, this is the best soundtrack I've heard since anything from that year. It's just phenomenal and i was leaving the theater and like that whole night i was like laying in bed and and just i could hear the soundtrack going through my mind it stayed with me that much so this is one of those uh, when led zeppelin did the soundtrack for 2000 godzilla with matthew broderick (laughs) oh my god dude i forgot all about that Um, let's forget about that let's let's focus on this one dude this is this is amazing. This is one movie soundtrack that I might actually want to go out and buy like the vinyl for or something because you know they're going to have a phenomenal album album for this with liner notes and everything. Are um, you going to watch the black and white version that they're about to release in theater? Didn't even know they were going to do it, but you can you better believe I'm going to check it out, man. Um, and I'm hopeful that this director does more you know kaiju movies. Because I'm not a huge fan of the genre, but this one was so good that I'll check out anything that that these filmmakers do. So everything was perfect. I mean, it's hey, great. We're definitely great film. recording, right? Um, yeah. I hope so. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I, well, I got I got a back not... <laughs> Okay. I was gonna say if we're not, that's gonna suck. Okay, <laughs> that's cool of the week. <laughs> What's next? Somebody help me out here. Uh, news. Got any news, Brian? Uh, yes, but as per usual, I was not prepared. Should have had it pulled up. Well, you guys want to go visit the trailer park and come back? All right, I got I got some news pulled up here. Does it involve Secret Invasion Season 2? Well, that'll never happen. <laughs> Well, it looks like Nev Campbell has expressed interest in returning, which means okay, dollar signs might have added up. Oh, uh, they backed up the money the truck. They said, 
a little bit from what I read from her was like she wants to continue the franchise because she loves it and she she wants to do it for Wes and the, the, the circumstances are are all correct, which just kind of sounds like the the numbers the were right on the page. It sounds like the money trucks backing up. So is James Wan gonna produce? Uh, can Philip hear us? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm trying to keep the dog chill. Philip, Philip, <laughs> is, is James Wan going to produce? That's the question. You produce right? me a latte, decrackinated. <laughs> I don't know what James Wan's doing. Besides Aquaman 3? That, that series is over. I hope. That's the James Gunn era now. Oh boy! Well, that could get interesting. I have a lot more faith in James Gunn than I do in James Wan right now. Understandable. Understandable. Uh, let's see. Uh, Fear Street Four <clears throat> is in pre-production, and this one will be based on the Prom Queen book from R.L. Stein, which I have no idea what it is, but I enjoyed the, all three Fear Street movies. So. Oh, that was yeah. several years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the. I think it was like a three night event on Netflix. Huh. Three weeks. I still or... haven't. I still haven't seen those, man. Yeah, they're very um, like I think the first one was Fear Street nineteen ninety something, and the second one was nineteen oh, seventies. That's, right. that's and, right. Okay. And they were very much shot in that era. Yeah. I was worried with the R.L. Stein thing that it was going to be a little too young adult, but uh, it was kind of kiddish. Yeah, I liked it. Oh, yeah, there's just some, some graphic moments in there with the kills. Oh, yeah. I'll just say wait for the Deli Slicer in the first movie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's the best one. Uh... What's his name? Zach Krieger. I believe he was the director of mm -hmm. Barbarian, and his next movie yes, is going to be Weapons. Indeed. Weapons, uh-huh. May have lost Pedro Pascal. I heard about that. What happened, man? Uh, the rumor is he's going to be Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four. They so, could do worse. They could do worse so, as long as he doesn't remove his helmet. So with that, they're saying with that and The Last of Us Season 2, he's there's no way he's going to have time to film anything else I kind of like the what's his nut the guy from the office oh that's right Krasinski yes. Jack Reacher yeah <laughs> well, no he was uh, Jack Ryan <laughs> Jack Ryan I mean Sorry. it's it's not confirmed he's Mr. Fantastic so I mean he could be playing somebody completely different Oh, hold on, hold on. Stay with me, guys. Him as Mr. Fantastic and Nicolas Cage as the thing. <laughs> How does that work? I don't know, but it'd be, it'd be awesome, wouldn't it? They'd put together Nicolas before. Cage in as anything. He, he should be Doctor could, Doom. They could just do acid together. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be a good Doctor Doom, wouldn't it? That's a good, From that's a good, that's a good segue, because... Uh... Nicholas Cage is going to play a serial killer in Oz Perkins' uh, next movie called Long Legs. Oh. Not a, not a surprise. I can nice. see that. I didn't see that last one where I guess he everybody's yeah. having a dream of him or whatever. Oh, that 
was that was pretty good. It was kind was of it? a dark comedy, a little yeah. pretentious, kind of, but it was all right. Do you see it, Brian? I was going to, but it, it just it's on it's on the docket, but it just I, wasn't high up there on the list. I I don't think you guys are going to enjoy it a lot. I think you're going to be kind of like me, where it's like, okay, it's cool to watch, but it's not like one of his best. But yeah. prove me wrong, you know. Maybe maybe you guys will love it. We'll All see. Right. Couple more things here. Uh, Twenty-eight years later is finally in development. It'll be coming out twenty-eight years later. But literally, yeah. Not only Danny Boyle's back. Uh, of course, he did the first two movies, but Alex okay. Garland is going to be one of the writers. Okay. And Lance, of course, you liked um, what was the one he did with the man. Last year, men and uh, what was what was the one with the shimmer? Oh, we all we all love that one. I even read the books; it was so good. Um, fuck. What, oh, what annihilation. Oh, annihilation. Yeah. I wanted to oh. say Armageddon. Uh, yeah. What was the one? I can't. I can't remember anything right now. X, the, X the, Machina. Yeah, X Machina. that one. So he's a good person that, to be involved. Ex Machina is one of my favorite movies of all time. That was a masterpiece. Oh, wow. That's yeah. strong words, dude. So are you guys going to be watching Civil War then? That's yeah, I mean, I'm be interested. That's a whole, whole different type of movie for him. I'm interested. I, I was... Fat Damon. <laughs> I was shocked that his name popped up as director. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, been it looks, tied to that for a while. It looks super interesting. I'll definitely watch that. Yeah. Kirsten Dunst is in there with her weird teeth. <laughs> Did they say that? kind of weird looking. Huh? The United States. What did they say in the trailer? The United State of Florida. Yeah, versus Texas. Te Texas. Versus te the Texas, California. Yeah, Texas and California has joined together. <laughs> That's got to be an enemy of my enemy situation, right? <laughs> Hey man, think about think, how much resources those two states. I think have. that's no what I, I think that's what sold me because I want to see how mm -hmm. that plays out. How did how yeah. did that sure. alliance happen? Uh, and I'm yeah. glad they took it to a completely hypothetical instead of trying to mm -hmm. use like shit that's going on right now and I know, it, pissing off stuff. everybody involved. Agreed. You know, yeah. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. <laughs> uh, Actually, I should almost see Texas and California. Versus the rest of the country. Oh, and of course they got to bring Alaska in to be kind of like the country up here. Oh, we're fucking with everybody from above. Oh, they they probably let like us go. Like a puppet master. <laughs> they probably let us go. We become an independent country or something. I don't know, man. You guys are close enough to Russia that you might be a formidable say, foe. Unless or, unless or Russia we... invades while we're too busy fucking with everything else. Oh. Or... <laughs> yeah, well, no. Or we 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 get let go and we form an alliance with Canada, ah, and become a, a what do you call it a province? Yes, yes. <laughs> Brian would have to start saying "eh" at the end of every sentence. We're gonna kill you. With oh no, I'm going. Tea. I'm going full <laughs> French Canadian. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna sound like George Saint Pierre. Yeah. <laughs> I oh like man, it. I love it. Uh, I guess we. We're going to leave off with, uh, we knew it was going to happen. David Gordon Green exits uh, <laughs> The Exorcist Deceiver, and it is the sequel has been pulled from its release date. Sweet. There you go. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> hypothetical question. 
if they continue to do the sequel, who do you put in as director? Philip. Who hmm. would you trust to turn it I, around? I don't want to touch that one. <laughs> sure. I don't know, man. Everyone I can think of is dead. <laughs> that, that, that I trust with it. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you can go with one of the, I mean, I, James Wan is kind of the obvious choice, but that's not exactly his style of movie. <laughs> Just a bunch of jump scares. <laughs> well, I mean, that would that would be easy for them to get because yeah, Blumhouse right. had a part in the first one oh, and he just okay. Okay. has that partnership with them now so it would just be like Jason Blum can go to James Wan's office and be like you know we need you to stop producing bullshit and direct something although I kind of feel like you should get like a like a Stanley Kubrick type of person he's like an old school guy you know who's okay. not gonna who's not gonna go I'm gonna try something new with this no 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 right don't, don't do that. <laughs> how about, how about Ari Oster? No. It's going to be some kind of there's going to be some kind of relationship problem in there and some esoteric story. <laughs> I'm since we all loved it and it had to do with possession uh Damian Ruga from When Eva Lurks. Okay. Oh! That was a badass movie, man. That's the best possession oh. movie I've seen in a long time. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely as good a pick as any. I, I can't think of anybody that would be more now, you know? Yeah. For that. And find someone like a good writer to kind of like have the movie okay. connected to the, to the David Gordon Green one, but at the same time kind of fix... The problem you don't want to wreck you don't want to retcon that <laughs> no i mean you got to connect it you can't just say it's okay. not a part of it <laughs> it was but... a, it was a dream it was a fever dream <laughs> that, that the girl had when she was possessed right basically what they should have did in episode eight of star wars or what just, they yeah well but they didn't <laughs> bring a different demon into the mix or something you know like let's get in like origins Got it. Yeah, <laughs> some origin story for Azrael or something, you know? <laughs> okay. Yeah, didn't right, uh, isn't there like seven of them or something like that? Legion. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh, not a bad idea. Hmm. Yeah, Give us something to, something to chew on there, Brian. That's. Uh... There, I mean, if there's, if there's, <laughs> yeah, I like your idea for the director for sure. I mean, if there's many of them, maybe the movies, the new Exorcist movies, could be about people trying to defeat all of them. Oh yeah, Woo, that'd work. That'd be a lot. That'd be a lot to take on. Um, <laughs> again, I, I don't. I don't think it ever should have been done in the first place. I mean, that's some big shoes to fill. But at this point, the die's been cast. I guess right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it was a, maybe it was one of them situations when when you own a property, if you don't do anything with it, you lose it. Oh, like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Which I heard uh, the the newest one that that's going uh-huh. to that's going to be allowed to be used is Pinocchio. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm sure they have lots of things they can do with that growing nose. <laughs> yeah, I was Put say. a knife on the end of it. Kind of like that movie. What was that movie we saw where he took the trombone and he had the knife on the town that dreaded I, Sundance? I think whoever does one, they're going to do something weird. 
with the whole wooden boy. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a pedophile. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> ah, Pinocchio, my name's Michael. Hey, hey, come look at my monkey. <laughs> Why do you think I made your nose grow so big when you tell fibs? <laughs> oh. Probably won't. I, I'm kind of interested in this little bit of news. Uh, David Bruckner, we all loved what well, we didn't love. We liked a lot uh, the Hellraiser remake, right? Reboot. I did, yeah. yeah. I, really, I really yeah. liked it. That was done by David Bruckner, who also previously did The Ritual, which was also really mm -hmm. awesome. He's yeah, going to write and direct the, the remake to The Blob. Huh. Okay. That, see, now hit. that one makes more sense. Like, I feel like if, like, why even own the property of The Exorcist? I mean, you can make an exorcism movie without sure. calling it The Exorcist. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the blob makes a lot more sense, right? Because there's so much more you can do with it, right? Yeah. I'm okay with that, a new blob. I want to yeah. see a new Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm hoping uh, Toxic Avenger is as awesome as they've been saying it is, and then we get. When is that more... coming out? I forgot all about it. I don't I don't know. I know it's done. We got that little teaser. There's some people hmm. that have seen it and have said it's violent and funny and disgusting. Well, a lot of people. Perfect. A lot of people say Peter Dinklage works as the Toxic Avenger. Kevin Bacon's awesome as the villain. <laughs> How could he not be? But I haven't heard nothing since last year about it. I I think it's hilarious that Peter Dinklage is the Toxic. Like in my mind, that is mm -hmm. fucking funny. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's maybe they're maybe they're waiting for a. But I think he can pull it off. Maybe they're waiting for a Comic Con rollout since everything's oh yeah basically Everything back got to normal back a year. everything's back to normal now so yeah oh yeah all right i think we need i think we need to have a medea avenger brian <laughs> well i know who's going to be there opening night <laughs> yes you do all right so whip them the with the purse That's All the right. news. Is that the news? Yeah, All that right. you got to say something. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's time. It's time for the trailer park, boys and girls. Uh, Brian is going to bring us the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. As in the case tonight. What's the first new trailer, Brian? Jeez, Lance, three hundred ninety-nine episodes, and you you forget your line. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> what, what can I say, man? I still okay. read my shit every time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, from the people that brought us 47 meters down comes a new shark movie called No Way Up. But is it a shark movie primarily? I mean, kind of hard to tell. I mean, there was a lot going on in this trailer. Uh, looks like a pretty known, pretty much unknown cast, except for Col your boy Col Lance. Meanie. Yeah. Yep, call Meanie. <laughs> I could I can already see he's gonna be the asshole on the plane. <laughs> every time. Every
every fucking time. The poor Irishman. I feel like asshole. he's gonna be he's gonna be like he's gonna be that guy from uh, Train to Busan. Okay. That was, or, that was organizing his little group of people. <laughs> yes, for sure. But um, it doesn't look bad. It looks kind of fun. Uh, I like the mm-hmm. situation. You know, they crash. They're they're kind of hung on a, a little what a reef, a cliff, or something, and the, mm-hmm. they got that little air pocket in there, and the plane slowly. Sinking or about to drop off the edge, and of course you got sharks trying to enter the hole. Of course, of course, because why not? (laughs) Yeah, the little good good brainless fun, right? Yeah, the little bit we got to see of the shark, the shark didn't look too bad. No, not at all. So Richard Attenborough's grandson is in this movie. What? Yeah. Oh, they're gonna have so they're gonna have dinosaurs. (laughs) <laughs> Will Attenborough. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Oh, uh, the T two thousand or whatever. What? Is that him? No, that's somebody else. What? Sorry. Never mind. Yeah, it does kind of look like him a little bit. No, I, I, was, I wasn't looking. I wasn't looking at the name. I was just looking at the picture. This movie needs Arnold. Yeah, I, yeah it's at least this. a different take on a shark movie. I, and timely, you know, with the side with the Alaska, out of the plane. Alaska Airline. <laughs> they were like, oh I've... shit, we can't put this trailer out. Right. I don't think I've ever flown on one. And now you never will. <laughs> well, they started inspecting a bunch of planes through like all the airlines and turns out right. they're all fucked up. <laughs> what a shocker. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's all messed up up here. Now there's uh, buildings, uh, because of the snowfall, the roofs have been collapsing. And I guess oh, they've been whoa. finding out a lot of buildings uh, were never up to code on their construction. Well, that doesn't surprise well, me. And you never know it until you need it, right? I wonder where that money went. Mm, good point. <laughs> Look at all this snow! <laughs> Pure, <laughs> unadulterated snow! <laughs> well, I won't say anything about our, our mayor, but Uh-oh. when we had our snowstorm last year, a lot of mm-hmm. the plows weren't able to be used because there wasn't enough of them, and the ones some you of them told weren't, us about up to, that. weren't up to maintenance. <laughs> you told us about maintenance. that. It was the like 31 degrees and drizzly here, and our power was out all fucking night. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> 31 degrees. Yeah. yeah. Throwing, on my, <laughs> Brian, Brian throwing on my shorts and slides. <laughs> it may have dropped into the 20s overnight, but yeah, that's uh-huh. it, it froze that's it, for huh? a day and a half. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going, out, I'm going outside and... House shoes. Check my mail. <laughs> Brian's wearing his wife beater. <laughs> I got double layered hoodies going. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I guess we got off track of No Way Up, but we all seem like we're all interested in it. It looks like a fun enough sure. movie. Yeah, it's worth a shot. I think so. This fun, one. Fun week with trailers this week, Brian. This one I, I could see probably giving getting a limited theater release and wide release on uh, 
VOD. Yeah, yeah uh, February 16th. Okay. And our final trailer was a mystery for all of last year. The new Radio Silence movie, Untitled Universal Monster Movie. Mm-hmm. Oh. It went untitled until the trailer dropped, and it's called Abigail. Okay. And if people don't know who Radio Silence is, they did Ready or Not in the last two Scream movies. And I see a lot of Ready or Not in this trailer. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. So I'm going to go through this cast list. We got Catherine Newton. She's okay. Ant-Man's daughter in the last Ant-Man movie, and she was in that movie Freaky. Mm-hmm. She's good. Dan, I like her. Dan Stevens. We all know Dan Stevens. Oh, yeah. Always awesome. Kevin Durant. Yes. Not I, Kevin oh, Durant. Oh, yes. <laughs> Fucking love that guy. Uh, someone that I'm happy that they didn't drop her from the movie with all the controversy. Uh, Melissa Barrera from okay. the Scream movies. Yep. Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, yes. Gus Spring himself. There you go. And Angus Cloud, uh, rest in peace. One of his final movies. Angus young, Cloud. Young actor from uh, Euphoria that passed away. Oh, okay. Okay, I do remember that. I do remember that. Okay. I believe this, and I can't remember the <laughs> other one. The other one has to do with him robbing a liquor store and someone just happens to have like a winning lottery ticket it looked actually oh, wow. pretty good i think okay. this another and, good idea i think this one and the other one are the last two movies he filmed before he passed hmm. and the young girl playing abigail's alicia weir so yeah, this is a universal sure monsters movie that's what they Un, it was untitled Universal monster movie. I don't think Universal like. I don't think monster like Universal monster. I'm, not I think they just not part monster. of. It it just happened to be Universal. Oh okay okay. So Dracula is not going to make an appearance. Well, <laughs> I mean maybe maybe never, his granddaughter. <laughs> maybe. But I, I agree with you, Lance. I, I see Radio Silence. Their fingerprints all over this with the, the the style and the 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 comedy that's in there and the ensemble uh, cast, right? Yeah, the great ensemble cast. <laughs> I would I yeah. would have loved for Samara Weaving to be in here somewhere. Never yeah. never say never. Never say never. <laughs> I mean, she could have a cameo. She could be the little girl's like mom or something. Uncredited cameo pops up at the sure. end. Sure. Maybe her familiar. <laughs> but, I mean, it's an interesting premise how these, uh, I guess, from the synopsis, as they said it's a group of criminals uh, try to kidnap a underworld boss's uh, ballerina daughter and hold her for ransom, and they end up just getting locked in this mansion because they're kidnapped, they're messed with the wrong kid. It turns out to be a vampire. Looks pretty cool. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I, yeah, the, comedy works in these movies if it's well timed, and it looks like it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't expect a, it wasn't even a, listed as a red band trailer, but there was a lot of f bombs dropped in this trailer. <laughs> a lot yeah. of, lot of body parts too. Yeah. <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> 
You think Dan Stevens is going to play the straight guy with the comedy? Oh, maybe. Could be. He he didn't have his British accent, right? He was using like an American accent, I think. We'll talk about British accents later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that what that was? <laughs> it was many accents from one actor. Yeah, but, I... I'm I'm in, I'm in, dude. I'll be I'll be I'll be there on opening day for sure. This looks a lot of fun. I, yeah, I bet you it's gonna make some top ten lists. I, I I I'm liking what this movie looks like. I'm thinking of putting this on the schedule and pairing it with uh, Let the Right One In. Ooh, oh wow! Girl. Okay. So, a little okay. look behind the curtain in our schedule. So that makes yeah. sense. April 19th. Nice. This All one, right. of course, will be wide release in theaters. Of course, yeah. Probably be a big, big hit. And All right. That's it. I guess that's my cue. Let's see what we got here. Listener feedback. Uh, this week, we shine the podcast spotlight on the Terrible Terror podcast. Uh, do you like horror movies? Do you like the bad, the good, and the downright ugly horror movies? <laughs> uh, absolutely. <laughs> they're, they're speaking to us. The ones that either make you giggle in delight or so mad that you smile with delight? Uh, well, <laughs> well, then this podcast is for you. Uh, hi, I'm Brian, and I love all types of horror films. From the great ones great, that great that. name. Yeah. Brian? Is, is this it you? Brian? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's Brian. Different Brian. Uh, from the ones that are cinematic masterpieces <laughs> to the ones that will make your blood boil and curl. Uh, whether the movie, <laughs> whether the movie is so unwatchable or so loved, I will give my honest opinion and review on the film with clips of the movie mixed in to help tell the story. Uh, this isn't your standard film review pod. Uh, let me engross you in the story of the film and make you feel that you're watching the movie alongside me. Uh, I may get really animated during the process, so if you're looking for a B-movie version of the film review podcast, look no further than the Terrible Terror podcast, part of the Slightly Irregular Podcast Network. And I'm in. <laughs> that sounds I'm good. It right now. Was it Terrible and, Terror? Yep, and they said yeah. thanks right. for the love. Yeah. All right, let me look for it right now. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> with, that, with that description, I've got to give it a shot. And uh, regarding swim fan, Ariel Wellman says uh, roommate is good t- is good too. Who's okay. roommate? That movie. Gotta, gotta look roommate sounds familiar. Uh, oh, they recently terrible terrible terror. They recently covered elves. Remember that one, guys? <laughs> oh, with uh... oh, and it's a wonderful knife. I gotta hear what they have to say about that. Nah. <laughs> oh, elves with um. What's the guy? Grizzly Adams. Yes, Grizzly Adams. <laughs> Dan Dan Hart or no, I can't Dan Stevens? No, we just talked about Dan Stevens. Dan something, Brian. I can't think of his name. Dan Haggerty. Everybody's yelling at me. That's it, Dan Haggerty. That movie was wild. It had like Nazi elves in it. And yes, stuff like I'm that. adding that episode <laughs> right now. Okay, boom, following. <laughs> uh regarding Mia Goth. Uh, Jerry Eberts says uh, I did not care much for the sequel but I liked her story as a young psycho she's in a little bit she's in a little bit of trouble right now 
What happened? She allegedly, I'm saying allegedly, don't sue us. Okay. We don't we don't make enough <laughs> in Patreon. No, she kicked, nobody kicked can a, sue us. She kicked a, one of the background actors, and then when he said something, huh. she allegedly went into this whole, do you know who I am? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And so <laughs> she's she's being sued right now. Sued for saying that? I mean, come on. For, well, can't kick people. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of there, I guess somebody was trying to say maybe she was in character and is doing the method acting thing, but That's you, you still can't. <laughs> I don't know about that. Still can't kick people. Yeah, not recommended. <laughs> You can't go all Shia, Shia LaBeouf. I know that's her husband. <laughs> yes. Is it? Oh, Is it? Yeah. No. Now it makes no too idea. much sense. Now it makes way too much sense. Yeah, oh, those boy. Two, those two yeah, crazies but, deserve each other. They have a kid uh, together. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> a strange-looking child, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they met on that, uh, what's that movie, that Lars von Trier movie? Oh, Nymphomaniac. No. Oh, I got gotcha. you. They met that on that my, set. Oh man, that is my least favorite director. <laughs> I honestly can't say I can tell you one movie I liked of his. Uh, bad, bad stuff. Very depressing, man. If you want to slit your wrist, Philip, go watch. Uh, go do a Lars Venture marathon. <laughs> Take a bunch of Xanax or something. Yeah, you don't. You don't. <laughs> I think I'm good, thanks. You don't feel good after watching yeah. that of his movies. You feel quite, quite dirty. <laughs> quite depressed. Even the one, uh, Melancholia, which had a great cast, and that made me want to fucking blow my brains out after I saw it. I'm like, great. So this is what life's all about. Okay, great. Thank you, Lars. I don't even, I don't even know if it, if we did an interview with him. I, don't know if I can just... I would just I ask one question and just be like, what's what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> you like some therapy or something, dude? <laughs> kind of want to ask Ari Aster the same question. What's wrong with you? Right, yeah. Put those two in a room together. Mid Midsommar was based off of a breakup he had. I just wanted yes. to, what's, what's wrong with you? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Uh, and we got Marcus Will Turner. He posted the trailer for Abigail. Thank you. Um, right. A bunch of kidnappers soon discover that children can be just as monstrous in the trailer for the next horror yarn. That's comedy, this, right? This yarn? I don't know. Or is that a I don't know. tale? I don't know, but this is going to be the next. This movie's going to be a hit, guys. I can I can tell right now. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people. This is viral. A lot of people are share are sharing this info, so it's gonna be a big hit, man. I think I guarantee you, Samara Weaving's gonna show up. I promise you guys. When it happens, you're both gonna <laughs> yell at. You know, we're gonna all be in the theater, and we're concurrently gonna go, "Yes!" <laughs> Everybody's gonna wonder what the fuck we're yelling about, but uh, we will know, won't we? There you go. And uh, regarding Bead and Steve versus Camp Crystal Lake. Zim Vader said, fantastic. Uh, Al Ramsour says, uh, this Ted series on Peacock is hilarious. Shit's oh, ridiculous. I've been, 
I've been wanting to see that. <laughs> I didn't know I that it was out. I just right. saw trailers for it. I thought they were making a new movie or something. I'm not buying. Is the kid supposed oh. to be Mark Wahlberg? This kid oh, grows up to be Mark Wahlberg. Okay. Does Tom Brady show up? Like a younger Tom Brady, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. And regarding the Horror Countdown podcast, uh, Don and Ellie says, Hello, and welcome to a new episode. On today's show, I'm joined by writer Tom Jolief uh, to look at our favorite unsettling genre films. Dive in and enjoy. Very nice. Don, Don does Don does so much for the horror community, but of everything that Don has done, the main thing Philip was to turn me and you on to Rock and Roll Nightmare. Yeah, he's the one that introduced us to the movie. <laughs> uh, Cameron Sullivan posted, uh, "Cam Sully is inviting you to a scheduled Zoom meeting." Oh, is that all right? Well, let's go ahead. Topic is a Twilight Zone special, <laughs> January 18th, uh, 2024. I'm not sure I'm supposed to be reading this. 8 p.m. Central Time. <laughs> uh, we'll have to find out if this is a regular chat group open to the public and let everyone know. Well, we did, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> whoops. Our M source says uh, Fargo Season 5. Watch it. I have not watched season four or finished season three. I haven't watched any of it. First two seasons are good. Yeah, I need to check it out. I heard it did kind of fall off a little bit, though. Yeah, I think the third season where I dropped off, I think, uh, what's his name? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, Ewan McGregor. I think he plays, like, twins. Oh, okay. And it just kind of got boring from what I remember. (laughs) As long as one of them's evil. Uh, and that's it for listener feedback our show intro and all of our logos come from Steve Carlton from the Geeks and be on the lookout for some more great stuff from him and our original skull artwork comes from Natsulani so check her out on Instagram and if you'd like to help us out please consider becoming a Patreon patron we'll let you pick the movies for a future show any amount and for $5 or more a month also pick a commentary for a future bonus show and we'll get to more feedback next week. Uh, but let's see. Oh, that was from last week, so I'll skip that. We'll move on to our featured attractions. How about that? Let's We're going to start it. start with the oldie. Uh, Rock and Roll Nightmare from 1987. Uh, you can find it on YouTube at the moment for free. Otherwise, good luck.
Um, at a farmhouse in the middle of nowhere, a hopeful hair metal band seeking inspiration <laughs> to record their upcoming new LP uh, will soon find themselves in a furious confrontation against the Prince of Darkness himself. Uh, director is John Fasano, also known for Black Roses. Don't know what that is. Oh, you haven't we, seen Black we, Roses? Didn't we see that uh -huh. one too, Philip? Did we? That's a that's another rock and roll horror movie. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I know I've seen it. <laughs> okay, I did see that okay. one. <laughs> I forgot about that movie. Uh, writer is uh, John Michael Michael Thor. Uh, he pronounces it Michael. Michael. He just spells, oh. he just spells it. Okay. Fancy. M I K L. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he wants you to think he's from Denmark, but he's really from Jersey. Great, he's as dumb as he looks. Who, uh, <laughs> as a bodybuilder, is the first Canadian. Oh well. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> to win both the Mister Canada and the Mister USA titles. Oh, wow. really? Wow. And huh. the Mister Alaska, right? I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, no, I, I knew a guy that won Mister Alaska. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> he's he's got John Michael Thor beat. Uh oh. <laughs> well, this was the eighties. Uh, Didn't have quite as quite as good as steroids back then, did they? Yeah, I think Arnold was only like two hundred and twenty pounds or something. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of guys in the UFC that could put in to Shang. Really? Oh yeah. Uh, but, but 220 pounds of pure muscle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the film came in 10 minutes short of its required running time, so director John Fasano <laughs> and star John Michael uh -huh. Thor uh, filmed sequences of John Triton driving the band in the van to the farm. Yes, I figured that might have been the case. Hence classic. the prolonged opening shots of the van driving to the farm. Oh, That's God. classic bad movie filming right there. When you see a bad, uh -huh. so good it's bad movie where there's a lot sure. of driving, and especially in the opening credits, because mm -hmm. they're trying to get that 90 minute time. Oh boy. Uh, the bulk of the cast was paid $100 each to act in this movie. And they were overpaid. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> Brian, was this the first time watched for you, or did you watch it with us? I, I was not on the review with you, but I've seen this movie many times. Oh, okay. This is, <laughs> many times, he says. <laughs> this is classic, so bad it's good. Yeah. This is from what I understand is a specific so bad it's good genre called the vanity project where oh, you have someone that neither okay. Okay. stars, writes, directs, produce. Yeah. John Michael Thor. Yeah. John Michael Thor kind of hits all those except for directing, which I kind of felt like maybe just the way he comes off in the movie and he wrote the movie to make him look so like he's so awesome. I felt like he might have co-directed this movie, or at least co-directed that shower scene, because there was there was a lot of angles on him. Yeah, we got better view of his tits than hers. <laughs> they might have been bigger. This movie is ridiculous from start to end. There is a little bit of a lull in the middle. 
when you get a little wind because I, I don't care about any of the relationship stuff and yeah when you get to the end it doesn't even matter because none of it actually even happens or did it because he did them visit their grave sites <laughs> but i have okay i'm gonna I'm just jump to the end where yes. he reveals that beelzebub he, he he lured him out of wherever to come after okay. him with all the sure. people that wasn't really there so he was he was taking souls of people that didn't exist and he didn't know good point sure why not which leads to some of the wackiest practical effects <laughs> The jellyfish star, uh, ninja stars, or whatever that was gummy, being thrown gummy, at him. Gummy, yeah. gummy starfish. Yeah. This and I loved completely it. off the rails at the end. Does it? It's it's like a it's to me it's like a a regular kind of rock and roll horror movie. Right. Like ninety percent of the way, and then when you get to the last fifteen minutes, it just all of a sudden he's revealed to be that archangel intercessor and he's fooled the demon coming out to fight him and then they have a hand holding fight for like five minutes <laughs> and there's little puppet demons that are like flying through the air because that one with the smoking, little smoking cigarettes the one with the demon that jumps at him that scene is so ridiculously filmed because he's john michael thor is sitting there writing music and somehow the pen flies out of his hand which you can clearly see he just throws the pen yeah goes to pick <laughs> he just it up it off the desk. and then you know someone's just throwing this puppet across the room <laughs> that's kind of what, what makes it great <laughs> but if you're into these like cheesy bad effects bad acting glam hair metal john michael thor trying to show us how awesome he is especially at the end and his uh, studded cod piece he's wearing <laughs> I teased the hair up a little extra <laughs> oh, he, a little he used all of the the budget for that for Aquanet yes <laughs> and you know you, you get a, you get a, you get a little bit of nudite in there especially from John Michael Thor cuz like i said yeah more from <laughs> him movie, than the women movies all about how awesome he is but That's i will say what the whole movie is it's just like boobs and hair metal but but is it boobs every time a chick takes her shirt effects. off she puts her hands here you know? she, well, she and he's like only... glorious like this. He, I will say, I mean, he's he's better built than I am, but there are times <laughs> where you could tell he's sucking in his gut when he's flexing. Yeah. But yeah, this is this is top five so bad it's good movies. This is this oh, is wow. one if this is one of those movies where you, you, you get with a group of friends and you guys want to hmm. watch a movie and laugh and have some drinks. You throw on rock and roll nightmare. Yeah, that makes sense. What I have a question about that last scene though. Like You you only have one question? Well uh, well <laughs> yeah, but uh, okay, so after the chaos ends it just sort of pans through a neighborhood. <laughs> that had nothing to do with the movie whatsoever. Like it's in called, Milwaukee or something. 
It's called bad filmmaking. <laughs> like, what the hell was that? Am I supposed to know what that means? <laughs> I feel, Brian, Brian, I feel a March Madness coming on here. <laughs> so, best so bad it's good movie, right? Oh, that'll be a oh. miserable show. <laughs> that would be my favorite episode of the year. It would be fun, though. <laughs> maybe maybe to... Heather has something like that in mind. Let's see um, on Wikipedia. As the movie comes to a close, it shows a suburban home in a seemingly normal neighborhood as foreboding music begins to play, implying that the home <laughs> is also demon-ridden. So I guess the home okay. had demons sure. in it. That seems like a weird left turn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lance, what did you think about it? I don't have too much to say other than what Brian did. I mean, that was that was perfect, man. You you summed it all up. I mean, I've got I I, I don't know exactly why the Australian guy like didn't have the Australian accent halfway through the movie. Remember that one line where he said, "I feel like a whole new man," and he's yeah. like, "I was there a reason for that?" And that was the drummer. Was there some kind of an inside joke? I felt Anybody like after listening, that's a drummer. Is that an inside joke or something? I felt like before the director said action. Okay. He said if anybody has any ad libs or improvised lines, and then somebody was like, "I could do an Australian accent," and he was like, <laughs> "Yes, go with that." It was a terrible Australian accent. Too. And then after he Worst did it, ever. he was like, "Don't do that anymore." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm gonna go with what Phil just said. He told him, "Don't do that no more." And the guy was like, "Are we gonna Are we gonna redo the take?" He was like, "No, we don't have enough money to for film, so we're gonna keep it in." Okay, fair enough. I, I'll buy. I'll buy that. Man, I, you talk about the most, you know, rubber puppets. Like they didn't even have any flexibility in them. They were just like, you know, this, right? Like just a, like like a, a an a little, eyeball on a, a piece of flesh. Demon. Yeah, what's up with that, man? They didn't even move. It was just like a like they were throwing a rubber chicken at you or something. And like a gummy filled with lube. Gummy starfish. Yeah, I was about to say they used yeah. all the lube they could find for the jelly starfish. <laughs> and then it, and then at the end, after the shower scene, he starts calling her Red. And earlier in the movie, he never called her Red. And then he turns up and he says, "Hey, Red," you know, and she's like. Turns into a demon in front of him, and he just laughs. It's this, ha, 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 oh, Red, or should I say Bub, or Bells above or whatever, and it's like, this guy's so fucking cocky, you know? It's like, Jesus Christ, man. It's like, why why even have God or, or anybody above you if you're that powerful, you know? He's so, he's so confident and so cocky. And so, uh, just like, like you guys said, what was the more more nudity in the last you know, what ten minutes of the movie than the whole rest of the movie? I, I swear every time, I am? every time a woman took her top off, she would like pull it off and you could barely see the tits, and then she would do this or, or do this, you know? Because they like, only get paid. What the fuck's bucks. going on here? <laughs> ah, okay, fair enough. I guess you get what you pay for, but you know, yeah, really, yeah, really, really bad movie. <laughs> it's. I guess, like you said, Brian, this would be definitely on the list of so bad it's good, but uh, mm. we're still talking about it, Philip. You know, we're still talking about it. Oh yeah, this one, this one falls well into my so bad it's good category. <laughs> I I had a great time with this movie, and I, I was I was worried that I wasn't gonna like it as much on the on the rewatch. Uh, yeah, but 
I did. It was still pretty awesome. I mean, there's definitely <laughs> some downtime, but most of the downtime is filled with, you know, mediocre hair metal music. And oh, yeah. Which, all it's not terrible. Music videos they have. Yeah, it's not terrible. I don't know that, that one song jams. Yeah. What was it? Energy or whatever it was. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's Energy. <laughs> it's it's pretty I mean it sounds like docking, you know? <laughs> Look, I could like, let me put it to you this way, guys. I could definitely see Nez and, and Stephen Loblad like just fucking rocking to this, like at a concert, right? <laughs> And uh, what wasn't what wasn't rock and roll was either um, boobs or uh, some or really or tu- tubular Jesus. bells. Yeah, had, tubular. Was that tubular bells playing, Brian, or was that that, that just, just them like trying to sound like tubular bells? These these bad low budget movies tend to try to rip something off and kind of sneak them in there sometimes. So it, it could have been. <laughs> Did you notice when somebody was taking a nap halfway through the the movie, the guitar riff was like, "Night and night and good night." <laughs> did y'all not, did y'all catch that? Yeah. <laughs> and do you do you guys think they were sponsored by Coca Cola or were trying yeah, to get sponsored by Coca Cola? No way a bodybuilder would put that fucking pure sugar into his body, would he? I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah, it was the '80s, maybe. <laughs> Brian, did you notice he turned the can in one yeah. scene so yeah. you could see Coca-Cola real clearly? We gotta make some money off this thing. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as uh, Wayne's World. We spent uh, all our film. Yeah. We spent all our film riding around in a fucking van. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and, and yeah, what's not filled with rock and roll and boobs is is like I don't want to say bad special effects because i really enjoyed it but it was like a yeah really creepy episode of fraggle rock <laughs> yeah i mean you, you you got to appreciate cause they obviously had next to no money to make this movie yeah. so they they did what they could they made a movie yeah and that, yeah. that's with a little help from coca-cola and lots yeah. of coke they made a movie that <laughs> after way. after all this time what yeah. would you say lance almost what forty years or something? Sure, sure. People are people are we're we're still talking about it. We're still talking about it. Yep, that's true. That is true. Like the little chicken demon in the refrigerator that had nothing to do with anything. Oh, that's right. <laughs> wow. But it was just a straight wow. up hand puppet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. No, I, I I had a pretty good time with this movie, man. It's, I think it, we all did. Yeah, that that last scene that goes totally haywire, and like the, by the time they start throwing those terrible little starfish octopus starfish. things at him. <laughs> oh my it, gosh, there is a sequel. Oh my god! No, there's not. <laughs> Brian, stop it. According to Wikipedia, in 2005, a sequel called oh, no. Interse- Intercessor: Another Rock and Roll Nightmare, featuring John Michael Thor, was made. Oh, why have we not we seen get a hold this? of this movie? Why have we not <laughs> seen this? Okay, hold on. But yeah, by the by the time those starfish come into play, they're so bad that it's mm-hmm. just funny. <laughs> like, what is even happening right now? And then that last scene doesn't make any sense at all with the neighborhood. 
I, I, you know, I bet you yeah, when he sat that's... down and 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 came up with the concept of this thing, he was like, "This is going to be like Tommy." <laughs> okay, there is there is a movie from 2015 called "I Am Thor," but it's a documentary. Oh, I don't I, see I, the. I found it. It's on oh, YouTube. Oh, did you? It's on YouTube. Oh, uh, that we're when are we going to cover it? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in the in the in the back pocket. This might have to okay. be a commentary. Oh, well, I was hoping you'd say that. Let me get Sean on the phone right now. But when are we gonna do it? I gotta check the schedule. We're, All right. we're, no, we we're... gotta get Al. We gotta get Al. <laughs> Al Ramsir, are you listening? I know you are because you listen to every episode. If and whoever I'm comes on the com- whoever whoever comes on the commentary, you have to watch this one first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's a rule. <laughs> Even though there's there's there, there's a good chance that the second one probably has nothing to do with the first one, and, that, and that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> as long as Thor's there, they John, Mar- <laughs> John he, he Michael seventy one years old. Holy crap! Wow, he looks good. Oh wait, this movie was made in eighty seven. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, scores, Brian. What do you think? I'm gonna give you two scores. Okay. So bad it's good. This movie is a ten out of ten. This <laughs> hits all the right boxes. Like when they, when they say so bad it's good, they're talking about this movie. Yes. Okay. <laughs> if if you made a book that listed so bad it's good movies, this would be one of the movies on the cover. Yeah. I like but it. as a as an actual film, like I said, they 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 work with what they had, with the budget they had. Like like Lance, you put in the trivia, he only had a hundred dollars to pay the the cast, right? And I appreciate well after it. after after cocaine expenses. Yeah, that was what was left, <laughs> obviously. And you know they 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 did what what they could with the practical effects. I do appreciate you know puppets. You know I grew up in a time like. Phil brought up, you know, Fraggle Rock and the Dark Crystal and, you know... Oh, yeah. Labyrinth, you know, cool shit like that. Not yeah. saying this is what we got. And <laughs> David Bowie's codpiece matched the codpiece yeah. in this movie. They were kind of bad Labyrinth Bookends. Bookend codpieces. <laughs> so I do appreciate it, so I'm going to be generous and give it a 4 out of 10. Nice, nice. Okay, okay. Lance, what do you think? I'm going to give this movie two scores. As a so bad it's good movie, it's a ten on ten. As a movie, it's a one on ten. Let's call a spade a spade, guys. Come on. <laughs> they took they took all the money they were given to make this movie. They snorted it up their noses and and gave themselves shots in the butt of steroids and called it a day. So I got to go one on ten. <laughs> uh, I think that that's the, those are both really fair scores because I, I almost want to say 10 on 10 but then again I mean it's a I still enjoyed the movie for what it was it's so, it, it is so bad that it's good but it was really entertaining and enjoyable and I'm going to give it Self, an eight. self-aware self-aware then huh yeah I'm going to give gotcha. it a real score of an eight Okay. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I mean, we know where you're coming from, so this, this we're not gonna is, we're not gonna movie, shit all over you. <laughs> this is a movie I would recommend to somebody. Okay, yeah. we're not gonna destroy you the way you guys all destroyed me when I gave Night Swim a six. How about that? 
That should have never happened. <laughs> hey, it might still be my favorite movie of the year. We're going to find I, out in a few minutes. I doubt you remember that movie <laughs> when February comes. I, <laughs> I, which movie again? We're exactly. going to go on Night Swim. Again, oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> which uh, I'm, it, I'm uh, be on the lookout for the latest episode of E-Society. When oh, go check out our brother Nez and Theo. They're doing all their best of 2023 episodes, yes. but I'm interested when he starts talking about movies he's seen in 2024 because he has seen Night Swim. So I'm interested oh, to hear what he has to wait. say. Can't wait. Can't wait. Because he asked me, should he go watch it? And I told him, don't waste his time. And he watched it anyway. So I'm interested to hear Nez, that view. Nez going to be Nez, Brian. Nez going to be Nez. If it's in the theater, he's going to watch it. Can't ever tell with Nez either. Sometimes he, he likes weird stuff. True. Uh, let's see. Our next one is Destroy All Neighbors. 2024. Good pairing. Let me show you how that done, Willie. Calm down. Let me show you how you break a bottle on a man's head. You go like this. <laughs> struggling pop prog rock musician William Brown finds himself in a living nightmare when he accidentally kills Vlad, the neighbor from hell. Uh, director is Josh Forbes, known for tons of music videos. Um, writers are Mike Benner, Jared Logan, and Charles A. Piper. Um, there's a total of 16 credited cast members in this film. So, okay. also not right. a big budget one, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But... I, Man, that that description gave way too much away. <laughs> we, did it? We do our spoiler alert. Well, I mean, uh, it says he kills his neighbor. We don't know that uh, until well, we're well into the movie. But yeah, like, I, I don't, true. I don't, I don't think I remember seeing that in the trailer. Well, oh well, you knew some it shit had to go sideways is. at yeah. some point. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so Lance, you're you're a resident prog rock guy. You want to take this one first? Man, this movie could have been so much more. See, that's what I was looking for. They they did a couple of prog references, but I don't know. This, this, this was not quite what I was hoping it would be. I, when you guys said prog rock, I'm like, yes! You know, not everybody will get it, but those who need to get it will get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, And then you got Alex Winter in it, for fuck's sake, from Bill and Ted. I mean, Really? This dude is a master filmmaker. He did an amazing documentary on Frank Zappa. He's done several great films. This this guy's really good at documentary filmmaking. You see him pop up. I knew immediately. I'd forgotten he was he was in it. But once I saw the credits, I'm like, okay, this reminds me so much of Freak, which of course Alex Winter directed. And I'm like, okay, cool. I love where this is going. Gosh, it, man. Please, whoever has the rights to that, put that on Blu-ray. Oh, Michael Felsher is listening to you right now, Brian. Guarantee you. There's a steel oh, book in the works. Alex Winter was Vlad. I had no idea. <laughs> and he was the lawyer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the court-appointed lawyer. 
So um, I, I, I enjoyed it. I just didn't love it. And I think that the bar for me, because I am such a prog rock fan, was going to be a lot higher than for you two guys. So I want to hear what you guys think about it. But I'd say I liked it. I didn't love it. I don't want to give too much away. Okay. Brian, what do you think? I'm kind of right there with Lance. I liked it. I really wanted to love it. I wanted this to be on a Psycho Gorman type level. Yeah, if, I can see that. If if you mix prog rock and Psycho Gorman together, that's what I wanted from Destroy All Neighbors. I did have fun with it some of the time, but there was a lot of times where the comedy was not working for me at all. I got gotcha. you. I did like the lead guy, uh, Jonah Ray. I've seen him in a few things. He he was pretty believable mm-hmm. in that role. And, right. Um, what has he been in? A lot of indie comedies and TV shows and stuff like that. Oh, he Wait. was a Mystery Science Three Theater Three Thousand guy. Was he? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. See, that's a lot of fun when you're stoned to sit back and watch and, that. Make it watch and make fun of movies. Yeah, and Nothing I enjoyed all. That. I enjoyed all the cameos. Uh, the maintenance lady was Randy Heller. That's uh, Daniel Larusso's mom in the Karate Kid. Okay. Oh. <laughs> ah, all right. There you go. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Thomas Lennon from Reno Nine One One. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Studio <laughs> guy. <laughs> studio He's always guy. great. <laughs> like like you brought up, Lance, uh, Alex Winter, and uh, oh, I, I guess we can just get into. No, I won't spoil it. But it was a great, we, we got, great we got, cast, we got him. Man. Yeah, great cast. We had the, you had the schmelting plant guy. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Vlad. He was my favorite character in the movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, you, you amazing. can, you can tell Alex Winter bro. had fun playing that role. Come at, me. you want to come at me, bro? He's <laughs> okay. I just pulled it back. <laughs> is, is there some kind of? Are they rivals? Prog Rock and EDM? Not really. I mean, they're both just kind of considered, like, not mainstream. So I can kind of see how that that would be a good, like, you know, inside joke type thing. But, I mean, you've got certain bands... Well, you got certain bands like Radiohead that sort of mash the two styles together. So it's not like they're, you know, totally apart or rivals. It's not like Star Wars versus Star Trek or something like that. It's more like... You know, two different parts that are like not mainstream. I guess you would say. Okay. So I was can any, I can understand the joke. Was there any like some? You said there wasn't too many prog rock references. There was no like deep I mean, cuts that you no, would have to they really. They talked about Phil Collins at the end, who everybody knows, and you know I thought for sure that the dude that was doing like the self help tapes. I guess he's just like a comedian or something. But I thought for sure I said. Oh, that's got to be somebody from like Spock's Beard or the Pineapple Thief or one of these really, really obscure, you know, neo prog bands. But it wasn't. It was just a comedian. So they didn't throw enough bones to prog fans. Was for that me band in this that movie. he was talking about a real band? No, okay. not at all. I'd never heard. Uh, of it. To- totally made up, man. Okay, one totally more. Totally made well, up. <laughs> I know we're asking you a lot of prog rock questions, but one more. Mm-hmm. The name of his album. Yes. Was that something you would hear a prog rock album called? Kinda, yeah. Because <laughs> they're really, yeah. Because what they do is they, you know, they take like you know high end concepts and they try to make like a, the entire album one concept. 
where like each one it's like chapters or in a novel or something like that you know versus like pop music where it's like you know a piece of bubble gum and then another piece of bubble gum out of the pack and then another piece everything meshes together so yeah I, that was kind of clever the, the the album title and all that and i will i will admit toward the end when they were jamming there it did sound kind of proggy a few times yeah. but you know that's true yeah i like, I like, again, I like that my, scene my bar was here you know, this movie kind of got to you, you know? Yeah, a lot of the practical effects were, were, were pretty good. Um, yeah, a lot of that freak, right? And Psycho yeah. Gorman and, you know, a lot of that kind of thing. I will say the, the whole aspect of... Nah, is that spoilery? I'll wait on that one. But, yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm about to get into spoilers, so... Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm right I, there. I I I think I think I like it maybe a little more than you guys did. Is it Psycho Gorman? No. But yeah. is it going to sneak into the top ten list? Maybe. Oh, we'll a little stu- a little Studio Six 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 here, maybe, huh? Maybe. We'll okay. See. It did have a little bit of vibe know. to that, right? I thought it was I, I thought it was quirky enough and funny enough. Okay. To make it worth it, but yeah, you're right. Some of the comedy maybe wasn't quite there as much as I would have liked it to be. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, and I didn't like that Vlad character when he first showed up. It was kind of obnoxious, but then he grew on me <laughs> as the movie went. <laughs> I loved him from the beginning, man. <laughs> Especially when he was having chamomile tea with yeah. his girlfriend, and the cop shows up. And says, oh, good day, officers. <laughs> It's it's a weird fucking movie, man. I'm not entirely sure what it means or if it means anything. But <laughs> I do wish I'd been <laughs> I do I do wish that I hadn't been like watching it during my lunch break at work. So I was kind of afraid to have an edible because that definitely would have enhanced the movie. Yeah. It, it, it's 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 weird enough to be original. Yeah. So, I'll take that. <laughs> Uh, scores. Lance, what do you think? Oh, guess what, guys? Night Swim is no longer my favorite film of the year. Six and a half. Two-thirds <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, Brian? Um, I like the creativity of it. I like that they're using prog rock and not another genre that, that, that's been used a million times over. Like heavy metal? Uh, yeah, uh, I like the the cast was pretty funny. Not all the comedy hit with me all the time. There's some things I want to get into in spoilers, but I definitely like this way better than Night Swim. So I'm gonna give this a seven out of <laughs> seven out of ten. Nice, nice. Yeah, I that's that sounds pretty money, man. It's definitely way better than Night Swim. Um, uh, I'm gonna go seven and a half. I think. All right. <laughs> and we'll see. I kind of want to watch it again. It was it was yeah, an interesting I kinda movie. I kind of do too. I kind of yeah. do too. All right, spoilers. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. Now we can get All into right. what actually happens because we didn't talk or about squelch, shit. Squelching. <laughs> okay, I don't necessarily know if I like the whole was it really happening aspect 
character. Yes. And when, because it, it got confusing, because at some points it felt like maybe him killing people wasn't really happening, or nobody cared that it was happening, and they were just kind of overlooking it. Other than, The only person that ever reacted to, to him being a murderer was the girlfriend. Yeah. Because she she came in and saw a body, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, did. and then she, the body was gone when the cops got there because the pigs ate it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a pretty cool twist. Yeah. <laughs> Even when they went to the studio and all the dead people showed up, nobody had... I don't know if that was the, the comedy they were trying to go for to where nobody was, oh, it was just... Dead ghouls, zombies, just kind of standing there. <laughs> just another day in the studio, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and at the end they started, like, interacting with other people. Which right? made me think that it was really happening. Yeah, but in the beginning they weren't. Right. So what changed? Hmm. Was it the power of Prague? <laughs> <laughs> He had to fully immerse himself in his fantasy world to truly make a great album. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I kind of had that question the whole time was like, uh, of is it really happening? Is he actually even killing too. people? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and then at the end of it, when the thing started interacting with people and it got all nuts at the end. <laughs> yeah, where <laughs> I really... Time. Where I really questioned it, it was the whole sequence where his inner self was... Was it his inner self? Or no, the, the, the YouTube video was talking to him about how to dispose of Vlad's body. Oh, and he kept yeah. walking, yes, kept right. walking to the yeah. store and I'm just the like... Guy. I'm like, guy, you got blood all over you. Yeah. And you just went to the store like five times. And you're talking to a YouTube video. Yeah, I'm just like... <laughs> Which was recorded way before they had YouTube, apparently, right? Yeah, yeah no kidding. Because <laughs> the guy's like 80 years older when he's... Yeah, I'm like, this. who's uploading this? <laughs> it was, a, it was a, a prog rock self-help tape that he made way back in the, <laughs> in the 70s. And I like that everybody got names to where you can remember who they were. Yeah, like that's pig, true. Like Pig Guy... Yeah. <laughs> uh, crazy croissant homeless man that always yeah. wanted his croissants. And, he, and then you find out he only gave him one croissant like a month ago. <laughs> He's always like hanging out with that homeless guy, though. I'm like, damn, that's a lot of interaction. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that that's where I think uh, maybe the disconnect for me is I wasn't sure if that was the comedy they were going for. To where like everything's just kind of normal and yeah and what well, and then uh the uh the makeup on the guy who got hit with the truck the oh well, they just dude. added something to his face yeah i thought that was weird yeah because it didn't look like you would think if he got ran over by the tire it'd be an indent in his yeah. face not something sticking up out yeah, I was like, it's even with his nose. Did they mean to do it like that? <laughs> I did like Vlad's makeup, though. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was weird. I kept wondering why would, why, why would you do the makeup like this just be, just because? 
Was was he a demon? I guess so at the end. Who's that? Was Vlad, Vlad always a demon or was he just no. did, he just was looked he? like a weird looking guy? Dude, a lot of this movie frankly just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like people getting high and making a movie cuz they could. <laughs> and I, I mean, thought, I, right at the end of the day. I thought and I thought it was hilarious uh Danielson's uh, mom from Karate Kid, the maintenance lady or the building manager. Uh, I like how she her the puppetry on the the skeleton at the end. Yeah, <laughs> that's I see. I I enjoyed the special effects because they were practical, which yeah. is different from a lot of movies right now. And I mean, you know, they weren't like super duper high end, but uh, they were just. Schlocky enough to be funny. Schlocky, <laughs> very mystery science theater three thousand, if you will, right? Yeah, I like I like them finishing the song at the end. I like the effects. Yeah, the little psychedelic. <laughs> yeah, and that's where especially Vlad turned where... into like a true demon, right? Yeah, <laughs> which was weird, but not an evil demon, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, he because he 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 was challenging. Uh, What's his name? William Willie or whatever his name was. He was challenging him to fight him. Yeah. You don't mind if I call you Willie, do you? <laughs> there was a lot of like, um, oh man, what's that band Jack Black does? Um, Tenacious, Tenacious D. D. A lot of Tenacious D here, right? <laughs> I challenge yeah. you to fall before the power of the Prague. <laughs> but instead of metal, it was Prague, right? Oh, that's <laughs> a, that's a great concept. movie. He was, he was he was from a town called Kickapoo. <laughs> Tenacious D, I love that movie. <laughs> oh, the Pick of Destiny is that yeah. the one? Yeah, yeah. Jack Black and Kyle Gass. And so this oh, this man. was a little bit like this, but like less of an adventure and more of a mind fuck. Yeah, but yeah, with I could see that fun zombie puppets. And <laughs> yeah, and better come to find out. Go ahead. No, better puppets than the one than the ones in uh, Rock and Roll Nightmare. Oh yeah. These well. these actually these actually moved yeah. a little bit. Rock and Roll <laughs> Nightmare, they were just like <laughs> like a literal piece of rubber, like a, like a like a dildo on a stick. Like somebody put a dildo and put a face on it, and put it on a stick. I, mean, I bet it was. They just stuck a googly eye and a little tough <laughs> hair on thinking, top. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I like that Willie got his. Uh... His specially uh, made uh, tiny earbuds for his tiny ear holes. Oh yes, <laughs> his small ear canals. And what what did they call what did they call that uh, that one guitar again? Like they had a special name for it. Oh, <laughs> that uh, the lady kept trying to have, tell him she had something that would help him with his album. Like a yes, guitar or something. Yes. If only he'd listened. And <laughs> <laughs> she died with that T-shirt on. <laughs> She was a, and they, the cop said she must have been a huge prog fan. <laughs> the cop knew who it was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I, I, I liked it for what it was. It was well, no tenacious be, best, day, but <laughs> best movie of the year so far. Best movie well, yeah. of the year so far. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I only got two to go on, and we, it's winning the race. We all agree on that. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a slow January. I would expect well, more stuff dumped. I want to. I want to know something, guys. How how do how do Heather and Scott 
and some of these other podcasters, you know, how do they find all these movies to watch? I mean, granted, I know a lot of them are like on Tubi, like Tubi mm-hmm. Original Horror and shit like that, but is there a website that tells you where all the, the, the new horror, shitty new horror movies are streaming so we can at least get more under our belt by the time we do our, our top and bottom 10 at the end of the year? Uh, upcoming horror is pretty decent at telling you release dates. Upcoming horror, okay. Upcominghorror.com. All right. I just want to know how do they keep up that consistent pace? Because I have my moments where I'll, I'll come on here and cool the week, and I got like seven movies to talk about, but then the next week I'll have like one. <laughs> yeah. I love watching movies, but I got kids and shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah true that has a lot to do with it all right i think that's enough uh for this week right because we got next week to look forward to yeah we're going back to the 90s all right gonna go back in time so uh we want to thank all of you guys for listening to another episode of the horror returns we would love to hear your feedback and ideas we'd love for you to join us on the show so consider becoming a patreon patron even for a buck uh, you can definitely pick some movies and uh, tell us what you want us to cover. If you don't like these, tell us why and pick something else. Um, and next week, it is going to be the Year of Horror 1991 Part 1 with Body Parts. Is that the one with Jeff Fahey? Yes, sir. Okay. I vaguely remember that one. And this one's I think, is based on a Stephen King short story, Sometimes They Come Back. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, uh... All right, Philip, until the horror returns again. Good.